This audio sermon is brought to you by the House of Intercessory Prayer Ministries. For more information, please visit www.hipm.org. Today, we are going to start another series of sermons on nothing but prayer. Nothing but prayer. You know, prayer has been the reason for the move of God in our own lives and throughout the church history. You know, whenever history records great revival taking place in the church, and we realize and we find it that the prayer was the reason for such a revival. Great revivals took place as a result of you know, constant persevering and sacrificial prayer by his saints. God, in the, over the past history, God raised many men and women of God as a result of prayer. And God's favor at times, you know, come upon the churches. You know, that's something which we need to long for, God's favor. When God's favor comes upon certain churches, you know, things will happen just by itself, without much effort. Today we put so much of effort for to move, you know, even a little small things. But then when God's favor comes upon that place, we will see things will happen automatically. And prayer does that. Churches grew and multiplied in number as a result of prayer. Men and women who were considered hopeless, who were just neglected by the society, and who were considered of no hope, you know, they were touched by the power of God and their lives were changed and converted by the power of prayer. You know, prayer is an inevitable ingredient of any Christian life. You know, we say that quite often, you know, prayerless life, Christian life, is a dead life. There is no life in it. So only prayer brings life to our individual lives as well as to the church. You know, great miracles have been <coughs> recorded in the history and even today. Broken families are joined together, put together. And prodigal children were turned back to God by the effect of prayer. Sicknesses got healed, lives got extended even to live few more years on this earth. You know, we can just go on and on adding or stacking such testimonies which we hear or we experience in our lives and we realize all these are the result of prayer. Men and women, when they persist, when they wait upon the Lord, you know, without even worrying about their time, their personal things, when they just wait upon the Lord, that's the time we see great things happening in the history, in the history of the church as well as even today. You know, not very later, since the death of our Lord Jesus Christ, his disciples and the early church, they realized the importance of prayer. You know, all through the past centuries, as I, as I said, church realized the prayer has been a weapon to fight against the cunning plots and the schemes of the enemy. At times, church, you know, just the church were gathering together and they were just falling down on the floor and calling upon the name of the Lord. 
because they realize there is something working against them there is some force is fighting against them and the moment the church realize that they just come together in the name of the Lord and they call upon the name of the Lord and they use they were using prayer as a weapon to fight against the enemy Samuel Chadwick a 19th century Wesleyan Methodist minister he says Satan dreads nothing but prayer his one concern is to keep the saints from praying he fears nothing for prayerless studies prayerless work prayerless religion he laughs at our toil he mocks our wisdom but he trembles when we pray he trembles when we pray and today we are going to listen to the first sermon on the series uh, of nothing but prayer the first sermon is titled as prayer opens heaven prayer opens heaven prayer opens heaven you know one of the many other things prayer does to anyone who is praying on this earth that it opens heaven for him or for her prayer opens heaven you know today we need to understand this little more in detail you know today heaven is closed for many of our lives you know we are not able to experience some of the blessings in our lives as the doors of heaven is shut over us you know many times we want to gain something we want to experience certain things in our lives you know we want to be taken to the next level maybe materially or financially or physically or even spiritually we want to grow to the next level but then we struggle we will not be able to get up to that level because the reason is the heaven above us the heaven over us is shut you know there is a door to heaven for every one of us when it opens it opens only for you we may see the door open but the person who is next to us may not see the heaven door is opened God may open it for us but then he may shut it for somebody else there is a door above for every one of us through that the blessings of God comes into comes in our lives let's read some of the scriptures in supporting of this uh, this, this this understanding in Matthew chapter 3 verse 16 Matthew chapter 3 16 as Jesus took the baptism and word of God says as he was praying heavens were opened let's read that Matthew chapter 3 verses 21 sorry verse 16 yeah go ahead the moment Jesus came out of water and he looked up and the heavens were opened to him heavens were opened to Jesus to him the word of God clearly says heaven opens for an individual for a particular person in Acts 10 Acts chapter 10 verse 10 well let me read from verse 9 to 11 Acts chapter 10 verses 9 to 11 the next day 
As they went on their journey and drew near the city, Peter went up on the house top to pray about the sixth hour. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. And when it happened, it happened when Peter went to the upper house to pray. When he went there to pray. And verse 11 says, And saw heaven opened, and an object like a great sheet bound at four corners descending to him and let down to the earth. He saw heaven opened the moment he went to pray. Prayer opens heaven for you and for me. And we are talking about prayer opens heaven. Prayer opens heaven. And yet another place if you want to read in Acts 7 chapter, uh, verse 56. Acts chapter 7 56. We read the story of Stephen being stoned to death. As Stephen was stoned to death, here we read in uh, verse 56, and he said, Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. It was opened only for Stephen. Heaven was open only for Jesus on the day. Heaven was open only when Peter was praying on the day. Heaven was open when Stephen was looking at the heaven and he was just praying. He was just giving up his spirit. What does it mean to say heaven opening? What does it mean to say open heaven in our lives? I will give you a comparison. You know when the cloud comes under the sun, the earth stops receiving the sunlight. Or the direct sunlight. <coughs> the thick cloud can even prevent the sunlight falling on the earth completely. And you don't even see the sun there. And you don't see light over there falling from there. Probably you may see some scattered light from here and there. But again, if the whole region is covered with a thick dark cloud, then it becomes night. There is no light falling on the earth. The thick darkness in the heavenly realm can stop our blessings that God wants to give to you and me. The thick darkness in the heavenly realm. We are not talking about the cloud. But we are talking about the spiritual darkness in the heavenly realm can stop the blessings that God wants to give to his children. You know there is a darkness upon every one of our lives. No, it's hard to understand but then we need to accept it. There is a darkness upon every one of our lives. It's not because of us, it is because of the principalities and what of God says, the powers of darkness. The powers of darkness is what is there, up there as a thick layer. So everyone, above every one of us, there is a thick dark cloud, there is a thick darkness. Only our prayer can remove the darkness. You know, when it is a thick cloud, the way it blocks the sunlight from falling onto this earth, the same way the thick spiritual darkness above our lives blocks the blessings to fall from falling into our lives. Today, as children of God, we need to understand, you know, this spiritual truth. We need to understand also, we are, you know, made of body, soul and the 
spirit you know even though we are not spirit beings we are not like angels but then even we can get influenced by spirit because we have a component called spirit our spirit can easily get influenced by either good or bad spirits around us you know when the heaven heaven above us is closed there is a thick darkness that is nothing but the dominion of the evil spirits when the heaven is not open if it is closed that shows there is a thick darkness and it prevents all the blessings coming into our lives and it is a dominion of the devil himself the evil spirits and this darkness can keep of us under bondage this thick darkness is has an ability to keep us under bondage you know when we pray and we pray continuously constantly wait upon the lord this darkness is removed and heaven starts shining into our lives you know that, that this is very very important if you don't know about it we will not work against it the moment we know about it we will take steps to work against it in our to remove the darkness that is over our lives you know when we pray for somebody else so someone someone or when we lay hands on somebody else we see the darkness that is into his or her lives and we god is you know you know enabling us to pray for the darkness to be removed and when we pray for somebody else you know we are, we know there is something going on in his life you know what no matter what happens whatever we try to do but still there is a thick darkness over his life and how that can be removed that can be removed only by prayer and today there are four results or four reasons why we need to have open heaven above us we know we understand that the prayer only can remove that the darkness above us and it can open up the heaven for us but then why do we need to have open heaven above our lives it is important today number one reason why we need to have open heaven above us for visions and revelations for visions and revelations let's read from ezekiel ezekiel chapter 1 was 1 Ezekiel chapter chapter 1 verse 1 what of god says now it came to pass in the 13th year in the 4th month on the 5th day of the month as i was among the captives by the river kebar that the heavens were opened and i saw visions of god you know the number one reason why we need to have open heaven above us is for visions and revelation and here Ezekiel is sitting along with the other captives in Babylon and here he is sitting next to the river Kebar and they were all just waiting upon the Lord for a deliverance and that's the place where we see as Ezekiel looked upon the Lord and he found the heaven was opened heavens were opened and he started seeing the visions of God today you and I need open heaven for us to see visions and revelation you know Ezekiel was an exile in Babylon he was totally removed from the promised land he was no more living in the promised land you know regardless of where he was even at that 
moment God was able to open the heaven for his, church, his son. The moment he looked upon him, the moment he called upon him, there we see God is opening the heaven for him. And that's where he sees the, the, the vision that God wanted to show him. Only prayer can open the heaven above us. You know, God wanted Ezekiel to do something different. God wanted Ezekiel to to take leadership and to prophesy over the land, over the situation. That's where the deliverance is going to come upon. And if God wanted him to move and do something, probably he has to have that vision first. Otherwise, he probably didn't know what exactly needed to be done there. And God was opening the heaven for him. And, you know, if we don't get such a revelation from God today, probably we don't know what to do next we are just clueless you know as a church as a leadership as a, as a as a believers you know we don't have any clue what to do next we are we are kind of you know stuck over here and we don't know now what to do how to move forward and the vision of god is essential the revelation of god is essential for every child of god even you know even to take certain decisions in family even you know take concerning the spiritual matter or, or even the other even otherwise we need such a revelation of god we need such a vision of God and what we need is an open heaven and only prayer can bring that open heaven above us in Revelation 4 chapter 1 Revelation chapter 4 sorry Revelation chapter 4 verse 1 we see John seeing the vision of heaven Revelation chapter 4 verse 1 and these things I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven he is seeing open heaven and the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying come up here and I will show you things which must take place after this you know the open heaven is always associated with things yet to come things yet to come you know today if we need to know what God wants me to do what God expects me to do the things yet to come in our lives we need to have open heaven above us unless God wants opens the heaven for us and shows you know this is what you need to do that's the direction this is the direction I want you to move forward we don't have much clue about it what God is expecting us to do for a prophetic utterance even to have a foresight into the things about to come you know God expects his children to have a open heaven above them so that they can have vision they can visualize they can see what is about to come in their lives you know today God prompts everyone of us you know God gives forewarning God gives alert to every one of our lives concerning the things yet to come in our lives but that happens that comes only when we have open heaven when we have communication with God when we pray and when we make sure you know the communication with God is not prevented by the powers of darkness over there above and God expects us to pray in order to have an open heaven so that we will have visions and revelations of God's plan in our lives secondly the second reason why we need to have open heaven above us is for our blessings and for treasures blessings and for treasures you know we heard the testimony today Debbie was testifying saying that God blessed her financially you know to remove the debt situation we all need such kind of blessings in our lives you know when the situation will change in our lives when the heaven above is open for us let's read Deuteronomy Deuteronomy chapter 28 
Deuteronomy chapter 28 let's read uh, verse 12 Deuteronomy chapter 28 if you read verse from verse 1 onwards up to verse 15 we see the blessings of God it starts with saying that verse 1 says now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of God to observe carefully all his commandments which I have commanded you that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations on this earth and it goes on and on the blessings continue there and we see in verse um, 12 the Lord will open to you his good treasure the heavens to give you the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand you shall lend to many nations but you shall not borrow you know when this blessing when this promise will come true in our lives when the heaven above us is open unless the heaven above us, us is open God cannot pour his blessings into our lives prayer brings blessings as it opens the doors of heaven for our lives you know when such blessing comes we cannot say that the, you know God is blessing everybody God may not do that God may bless individually what does it mean when we receive such blessings it is a favor of God the heaven above us me is opened you know some of the reasons why we need to wait upon the Lord why we need to pray because the heaven cannot be shut for a long time if the heaven is shut for me for a long time I will be taken into depths depth after depth but heaven's door cannot be shut for a long time in my life and God expects me to pray about it God expects me to cry out, cry out to him about it so that the heaven doors will be open when the heaven doors opens in another version it says the Lord will open the heaven the storehouse of his bounty to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the work of your hands you will lend to many nations but you will borrow from none you know we take this promise today God you have said that I will only lend I will not borrow but then why am I borrowing today you know if we have that question the answer is we don't have an open heaven above us through that the blessings of God can come into our lives so in order to have an open heaven there is nothing else can be done other than praying other than praying the third reason why we need to have an open heaven above us is for fire and heavenly visitation for fire and heavenly visitation what does it mean to say fire you know fire signifies at least in this context the answer to prayer answer to prayer let's read first Kings we know the story where prophet Elijah was in Mount Carmel first Kings chapter 18 first Kings chapter 18 the prophet Elijah was challenged before the prophets of Baal and he is standing over there as God's servant and he is waiting for a miracle an answer from God from heaven and verse 18 sorry chapter 18 verses 30 to 39 let's let's go through it verse 30 says then Elijah said to all the people you know until this point of time the prophets of Baal they were just crying out they were just crying out to their gods and goddesses thinking that the fire will come and consume the sacrifices but then 
there was nothing nothing was going on nothing was happening there but now Elijah he says Elijah said to all the people come near to me so all the people came near to him and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down the first thing Elijah did he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down and Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob to whom the word of the Lord had come saying Israel shall be your name then with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord and he made a trench around the altar large enough to hold two uh, shears of seed and he put the wood in order to cut uh, in, you know, in order and he cut the bull in pieces and laid it on the wood and said fill four water pots with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood verse 34 then he said do it a second time and they did it a second time and he said do it a third time and they did it a third time verse 35 so the water ran all around the altar and he also filled the trench with water and it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said Lord God of Abraham Isaac and Israel let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word he repaired his altar now he is looking at God and he is praying to God Verse 37, hear me O Lord, he is again crying out to God, hear me that this people may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. And verse 38 says, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifices and the wood and the stones and the dust and it licked up the water that it was in the trench. Now when all the people saw that they fell on their faces and they said the Lord he is God. The Lord he is God. Elijah he came the first thing he did he repaired his altar. You know today God is speaking us. God is calling us to repair our altar. What does it represent? What does it you know say is about our altar? Our altar is none other than our prayer life. God is expecting us to build that altar. If the altar is already built and if it is broken, God wants us to put that altar in place. God wants us to repair that altar so that sacrifices can be made over the altar. You know, when sacrifice, sacrifices also represent the, 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 the prayer that, you know, the sacrifice of the saints of God, the commitment, the sacrifice, as well, we control our body in prayer and fasting and, you know, bring that as a living sacrifice and present that to, the, to God at the altar you know that's where the sweet aroma that rises up and it will be a, like a sweet smelling aroma for the Lord and as such a sacrifice happens as the sacrifice is arranged in that altar and then Elijah is praying as we cry out to God as we pray then we see the, the heaven is rent open there and the fire of God is falling upon the sacrifices the third thing the prayer, prayer does it opens the heaven so that the fire of God the answer to prayer falls down on the place or on the altar in Jacob's life we read another instance in, Je in Genesis 28 10 to 12 we know that story Genesis 28 10 to 12 Jacob was asleep and he had a dream and in that 
dream he saw a ladder kept from this earth to heaven and what did he see he saw angels ascending and descending what does it mean it shows when the heaven is opened I can have heavenly visitations I can have heavenly visitation when the heaven is open I have heavenly visitation in my life we talked about the fire of God when the heaven is open fire of God falls and consumes the sacrifice God answers our prayers the fire represents answering answer it's not alone in Jacob's life when the heaven is open he saw angels ascending and descending it means angels again refer to some of the group of angels they refer to uh, they bring messages from God they bring messages like Gabriel brought message to Mary and Joseph you know they bring messages when the heaven is open when we have heavenly visitation it's nothing other than knowing what's going on in heaven you know as we talked last week or a week before what we need to do on this earth it's not written on our head but it is written in heaven it is written in heaven you know heaven decides what a child of God has to do and how do we know unless we have a heavenly visitation unless someone comes and tells us this is what God expects you to do how do we know prayer makes that happened prayer makes that happened when Jacob was lying down on the day when God opened the heaven the angels came down he saw the angels coming down from the in, in his dream the same way when we pray to God as God opens heaven not just fire not the answer to prayer but also God will do God will tell us what's going to come how things have to happen in our lives because God will send his angels his ministers to minister to us so we will have heavenly visitations when we pray when we pray more and wait upon the Lord for the heaven above us to open fourthly the reason why we need to have open heaven is for the to receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit and to receive the mantle and to receive the mantle the anointing of the Holy Spirit and to receive the mantle you know Lord make special mantles for every one of us he made such a mantle for Elijah on the other day and that was the mantle God expected Elijah to go run after Elijah and take and take hold of and the same way God makes a mantle or he already made a mantle for every one of us and we need to get hold of it we need to get hold of it and how that happens we need to pray the more we pray the heaven opens and the mantle of God will fall upon us the mantle that God prepared to us it will fall upon our lives let's turn to 2nd Kings chapter 2 2nd Kings chapter 2 9 to 14 here we see the way the call of God coming upon Elijah Elijah came upon uh, came following Elijah as he puts his first mantle over him as he was plowing he was going behind the oxen God called him into the ministry and Elijah came running after Elijah and even even though Elijah asked him to go back or stay in a particular place Elijah was not willing to stay he wanted to follow Elijah you know because he saw the anointing that was in this man of God 
he wanted to go after him and you know Elijah said asked Elisha to be there in Gilgal and Elisha said no I will follow you wherever you go and from Gilgal he moved to Bethel and Elijah followed Elijah even to Bethel and from Bethel he went to Jericho and Elijah followed Elijah to Jericho and finally Elijah went to Jordan and even Elijah followed Elijah up to Jordan and now it's a time that Elijah Elisha can receive the blessing of God from Elijah and verse 9 says and so it was when they had crossed over river Jordan that Elijah said to Elijah ask what may I do for you before I am taken away from you second Kings 2 9 and Elijah said please let a double portion of your spirit your anointing come upon me and Elijah said you have asked a hard thing nevertheless if you see me when I am taken from you it shall be so for you but if not it shall not be so verse 11 then it happened as they continued on and talked that that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with houses of fire and separated the two of them and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven and Elijah saw it and as he cried out my father my father the chariot of Israel and it has men so he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces thinking that Elijah has gone verse 13 he looked he also looked up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and he went back and stood by the bank of river Jordan and then he took the mantle of Elijah and he had, that had fallen from him and he struck the water and said where is the Lord God of Elijah and when he also had struck the water it was divided this way and that and Elijah crossed over it fourth thing the, 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 the prayer our prayer can do as it opens up a heaven it can bring anointing of God in our lives you know when Jesus took baptism the heaven opened and the spirit of God came and rested upon him in the form of dove when Elijah was caught up into heaven from one place to another place and finally he was taken up into heaven we see the anointing the double portion of the anointing of Elijah coming upon Elijah and even he took hold of the mantle of Elijah as the heaven opened for Elijah as Elijah was taken up into heaven we see the mantle of Elijah falling upon him the fourth thing the prayer can do in our lives is open up the heaven so that the anointing of God can fall on our lives and the mantle mantle represents the call of God the call of God what God wants me and you to do as we live on this earth the call of God comes upon when the heaven is open above us and as the mantle falls upon our lives we need to pray to know what God wants me to do we need to pray to know what this church has to do you know that's why prayer is important if the prayer is stopped the church is stopped it doesn't know where to go which direction to move forward and today God is still you know talking to us 
He is asking us to pray so that the heaven above us will open for us. And when it opens, we will see visions. And we will have a greater revelation. And when, it, when the heaven above us opens, we will have blessings. We will have you know, treasures coming on our way. When the heaven above opens for us, we will see fire coming down from heaven. The answer to prayer. And also we will have heavenly visitations in our lives. We will be prompted. We will be known, made known what exactly to do. And as the days go by And finally when the heaven opens above us We receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit As Elisha was receiving the double portion of the anointing And also we receive the call of God in our lives Prayer opens the heavens Prayer clears the atmosphere around us You know prayer removes all the doubt All the questions All the ambiguities we have in our lives Prayer removes everything As everything gets removed We will see the open heaven above us Prayer brings visions and revelations Prayer brings blessings and treasures Prayer brings fire of God And we you know as we experience Heavenly visitations in our lives Prayer opens the heaven So that the anointing of God can fall in our lives The call of God Will be confirmed Will be made so clear in our lives all those things will happen by prayer by prayer and as we continue to do the study you know on this topic of nothing but prayer you know I just want to focus on few things they are very very significant in our lives one among that is the open heaven and God wants us to pray so that we will have open heaven in our lives You know, more than when we pray for someone else, if they start praying individually by themselves, then we see that things are getting more clear. Things are removed in their lives, all the unwanted things, all the works influence of the evil are removed. And we see, you know, the more clarity and we see more focus, we see more revelation, we see more visions in their lives and as they grow in the Lord. And today, God is calling us to pray. God is calling us to pray. Hope you are blessed by this teaching. Please write to Pastor Balan Swami Nathan at balan at hipm.org. God bless you.